Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. steward manages the resources of the master according to his good pleasure. In other words, show me what to do, teach me what to do, and I'll do it. I'll be obedient. I'll be faithful. That's a wise steward. That's not to say that it's unwise to save, that it's unwise. Of course it's not. You know, it, it is wise to be frugal. The widow that Jesus witnessed offering two coins into the temple treasury could be described as a bad steward of her resources. She needed food and essentials, but instead, she gave those funds to the temple. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, she was being a wise steward in fully trusting God with what she had. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 6 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing. One of the things that, that sometimes, I don't know, m- many of us I think can be emotional givers. You know, you see, you see a comer- you know, one, one of the animal commercials on television and it grabs your heart, you know, the poor suffering animals, and so you immediately write a check for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. Whatever they're asking for, you know, you call up, and I'm so grateful for a wife that challenges me with the, we were, we were at a thing a few months ago, and a fundraising kind of a thing, and I, and I shared with Elizabeth what, you know, I, I felt like God wanted me to do. And she said, as long as you're not just responding emotionally, I'm good with it. And so it, it, you know, it forced me. It's like, am I? Let me take a day. Let me take 24 hours and pray about it. Let me not just pull out the checkbook or the credit card or whatever. Let me, let me wait on the Lord for a day. And if I still feel like this is what I should do, then we'll do it. And we did. We did. One of the things that, that really sometimes gets me worked up is I, I, there are two extremes with this, you know, and we're going to get to one in, in a minute. You know, the, there, there are those who try to manipulate people, even in the name of Christ, to give more and more and more and more. But then there are also those who teach like an, an extreme on the other side, and, and they usually wrap it in Christian, you know, terminology, you know, that you're being a wise steward if you squeeze the blood out of every penny, you know, and you save and save and save and save and save, and, and you, 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 never, you never give a generous gift, certainly, until you have these ducks in a row. And sometimes, you know, calling something wise stewardship that in fact is, is you're not a wise steward, you're, you're behaving like a miser. A wise steward manages 
the resources of the master according to his good pleasure. In other words, show me what to do, teach me what to do, and I'll do it. I'll be obedient. I'll be faithful. That's a wise steward. That's not to say that it's unwise to save, that it's unwise. Of course it's not. You know, it's, it, it is wise to be frugal. But the wisest thing you can do is to remember who gave it all to you, who's in control of it, who provides, and to be attentive to his desires with his resources. Because he may very well lead you to do something in terms of giving that makes no sense. He just might do that. See, a lot of times our problem is we don't really believe that he's the one providing, that he's the one who owns it all, that he's the one in charge. We don't really deep down believe that. Because if we did, if we believed that our father owns the cattle on a thousand hills, that his resources are infinite, unlimited, that he's faithful to those, you know, who who are faithful to him. If we really believe these things, we would not fear giving everything away because he who has called us is faithful and he'll provide. But a lot of times we give lip service to it without actually believing it. Jesus said that if our giving, if our generosity is born out of a heart of gratitude, obedience to the Lord, that God will reward that. And that's the final point. That's point number three. Giving is always rewarded when you look at what the scriptures have to say. The, the question is, I said earlier, it, it won't be rewarded by God necessarily because if your giving is selfish in nature, well then whatever praise you get, whatever good feeling you get, whatever marketing value you get, well that's your reward. You got the whole package. That's That's it, you're done. But if you're giving to God, if you're giving out of gratitude, if you're giving out of, you know, just trying to be obedient to the Lord, he will reward that. He will reward that. And his rewards are always eternal in nature. Jesus talked about it in Luke chapter 12 and, you know, at least one other place, that if you'll store up for yourself treasures in heaven, no moth will be able to eat away at it. No rust will be able to corrode it. No thief will be able to come in and steal it from you. It's permanent in nature, eternal in nature, eternal in value. The value of it won't diminish. He will reward you. In Luke 6, 38, Jesus said, give and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it'll be measured back to you. Now, please think about what Jesus was saying there. He was not giving us like a a formula for growing wealth, as I've seen it put. That's not what he was doing. What he was saying is, if you will just trust your father and be generous with what he provides to you, He will be generous to you. But the whole point, again, is is the heart. Will will you just trust him? Just trust him. And it frees you to be generous. It frees you to give, to to be ridiculously generous even. 
Because if, he's, if, if it's on your heart and you just want to please him and, and it's out of gratitude and you're not doing it to draw attention to yourself, you know, look what a great guy I am. You, you, just, you, really, you, you just are grateful to him and you want to be a blessing to him and you want to be a blessing to others. Jesus said, he'll take care of you. And the picture that he gives, it, it, you know, and it's, it's a deliberately extravagant one. I hope you can see that. Look at the wording. It's so important. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it'll be measured back to you. And, and you know, the, it's funny because I always think about movie theater popcorn, you know, how they, they scoop it in there and, and then they'll shake it and they'll press it down and then they'll put more, you know, and it's always all over the floor. And why do they do that? Well, because popcorn costs almost nothing. And it's a, it's a way that they're making a lot of money off that bag of popcorn, but doing it that way, it makes you feel like you're getting so much for your money. I remember the first time I went into a Five Guys hamburger restaurant. You know what I'm talking about. You already know where I'm going with that. The French fry thing. Man, they're just dumping French fries. And I'm like, wow. Right? I know I'm not going to eat all those French fries. But it's that like super abundance. That's the picture. That's the picture that Jesus put in this passage on purpose. On purpose. In the context of financial generosity. Now remember, we're not talking about tithing. I'm not. We're talking about your attitude toward his resources which have been entrusted to you. You see this? Proverbs eleven twenty four. There is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there's one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. Isaiah 32, verse 7. Also, the schemes of the schemer are evil. He, defies, he devises wicked plans to destroy the poor with lying words, even when the needy speaks justice. But a generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. So many promises. We could go on and on and on. The last one I'm going to share with you, 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 8. It's a familiar passage. The Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.